Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Hello and welcome to week six of The Coach's Show. This week, Mike Rankin and Christine Manica recap the Cougars' 24-20 win over Taylor University. Also, following the bye week, St. Xavier enters conference play with a record of 4-1. and one. Stay tuned for a full slate of Cougar football conversation. And now... Here is Mike Rankin and Christine Manica. Welcome in to WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago for the Coaches Show. It is week six already. My goodness, the season has flown by to this point. Mike Rankin with you. Also, Christine Manica here in studio. And we should mention this right off the bat. Unfortunately, head coach Mike Feminis of St. Xavier Football will not be able to join us this week. He's busy doing head coach of football things. So it's just going to be us two, Christine. So we're going to have a conversation. How are you feeling this week? It's kind of muggy out, rainy, finally fall weather, I think, kind of. I'm definitely excited that the heat has finally looked like that. It has passed us. The rain, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, but, you know. More fall weather, right? How you doing? I see that you're in crutches right now. You got a bad knee? Yeah, I had a little accident last week, but no one has to worry about yeah. me. Now. I'm not the one going out on the field and yeah, spe- throwing the football around. That's true. And, and speaking of bad knees, well, we had uh, Hedegar on, the, mm-hmm. the linebacker who injured his knee a couple weeks ago, and we're not really sure when he'll be healthy again, but we're going to keep an eye on his injury status. Coach Fem talked to us uh, two weeks ago. There was a bye week last week, so we had a, a nice little break there from action but uh is a big part of this defense and hopefully hopefully he can he can come back but Christian Lett he stepped in my goodness Christine against this Taylor University club two weeks ago and he really shined so that was a big player uh in that 24 to 20 win but let's talk about that 24 to 20 win because it improved their record to four and one on the season so going into the bye week right Christine how important was it for them to perform the way they did Oh, it was super important. Just it will set the tone for the rest of the season coming into the second half because now this is when the conference game starts. And just this week, or maybe a little bit in the last week, they were announced that they were in the top 10 of the NAIA poll. So that's huge in itself because I believe the number five team, whoever the number five team, lost their game and that bumped them up a spot or two. So it's great for them. It shows that, you know, they could really win this game. They're really in it to win it. And I actually um I had a chance to talk with one of the quarterbacks, Justin Hunterford, in a recent interview that I did with him and you know, he believes that this team has the ability to go all the way and he loves the camaraderie that he has with the guys. He feels really confident on the field and he knows that whether he's th- throwing to a receiver or tossing it off to a running back, he feels confident that those guys are going to get him some yardage and possibly score as well. You know, that's really awesome 
for you to get that out of him, Christine, mm-hmm. because what was interesting about that is he's been a part of a championship program mm-hmm. out of Providence Catholic High School, Class 7A. He won the state championship as their quarterback before you know he transferred over to North Central College, a Division Three program, didn't really work out there. His junior season is right now, and he decided to come back to St. Xavier. And I say come back because Coach Mike Feminist did a really uh, good job of trying to recruit him. He, at one point, Hunterford had only one offer, and that was from St. Xavier University. But after, of course, the, the championship, the state championship went out of high school, he had an opportunity in other directions. But we're thankful that Hunterford's here. We're also thankful for Coach Feminist to be able to join us weekly throughout this program. Unfortunately, like we mentioned, he's not going to be here today. But uh, I want to stick to Hunterford because that's a very interesting conversation. We talked to Fem, and he talked about the camaraderie, right? And that was a big part of this team. We talked to Abdul Mahdi, right? Joe Bailey, all of these kind of, and, and Hedegar, mm-hmm. we mentioned already, all of these guys who joined us on this program said the same thing, camaraderie. How important is that? It's very important. It was important for Hunterford making his decision to transfer to St. Xavier University. He mentioned the reason why he transferred was because he wanted more of that family atmosphere. He wanted more of that camaraderie and teamwork. And being in North Central, it just wasn't doing it for him. And when he came again to visit St. Xavier, he felt the same way that he did the first time that he uh, came for a visit looking into his freshman year of college. So he definitely thinks that he made the best choice the second time around, and he definitely is feeling the camaraderie and the brotherhood between the guys and the team. Now let's talk about some success mm-hmm. uh, of the St. Xavier program. The only time that they lost this season was against the number one team in the state, or in the country, I should say, University of St. Francis of Indiana. That was a tough game on the road, got behind early 25 points, ended up losing by that same margin. So, you know, we, we, we pounded that topic enough, right? We don't have to go back to that. But in the four victories, they've won in, in several impressive ways. They blew out Lindenwood, they shut them out, and they had an impressive win over uh, Missouri Baptist on the road. That opening night win, we're not going to stop talking yeah, about that we're, one. Mm-mm. That one was the most fun atmosphere that I've been a part of. Oh, it, that was awesome. They're on my time here at St. Xavier, and they ended up winning. And, you know, last week, of course, we talked about Taylor. We'll get to Taylor in a second, but the way that they're winning, right, is impressive on multiple fronts because they're doing it in different ways offensively. We saw Hunterford and Martinez really spread the ball around to their talented wide receiver core. They have three to five consistent wide receivers Mm -hmm. in this group. Many of them are sophomores. They're stepping up this year. And against Taylor University was something that we really didn't see much. They relied heavily on their defense, and they relied much more heavily on their run game. They ended up running the ball, I think, 40 times, which is a season high. And that was a, a huge aspect of the way they won that game. Christine, we were on the call, and it was a different kind of game that we're used to seeing St. Xavier involved in because offensively they like to go fast. But it was a defensive battle. Taylor really brought it. Yeah, we definitely talked about saying how close this game is just because of the defense. I want to point out that Taylor was heavily guarding Nick Shizuski. And Shizuski is one of the top receivers on this team. He puts his numbers up in the triple digits for majority of his time when he's playing. And I think when you were talking about saying how each game is kind of like a big success for both sides, you can't take something each you can't take something out of each of those games. And even with the game against St. Francis, you can 
even take out of whether it's a learning situation or whether it's oh maybe we have to redo this play a little bit and come back and figure out what needs to be fixed for example for taylor for something positive joe bailey with that fake yeah, we, that was fun. we all thought that he was gonna punt it but you saw my face it just kind of like dropped in like excitement going oh my gosh like he's throwing the football like he's actually gonna get this team back on the field and he talked about joe ba- bailey when we talked with him a couple weeks ago saying that he actually did used to play the quarterback position so i think <laughs> throwing that little trick play for him kind of got him back in the mindset saying oh this is what I'm used to like this is what I was grown up to do basically yeah, and, I, and I agree with you I think uh, coach Fem played that situation the right way it mm-hmm. was a point in the ball game still tight you know the game against Taylor St. Xavier never held a lead greater than 10 points and I think at that time they were up by three around midfield it was a big swing and and Bailey ended up doing what he grew up doing right throwing mm-hmm. the football yep. and that's just another element that coach Mike Feminist is able to incorporate into this team because there are so many different ways he can utilize his talent and that was a great play call reminds me of Pat O'Donnell this Monday uh, (laughs) when the Bears uh, ended up losing in Mitch Trubisky's debut but hey we're not talking about that team we're talking about a successful team here in Chicago and that's our St. Xavier Cougars four and one on the season coming off a bye week Christine it's kind of Interesting. I wish we had Coach Fem to pick his brain about this a little bit, mm-hmm. but what goes on during a bye week, do you think? You know, I, w- I do actually have a couple of guys in my classes, and I did talk to them about what exactly did they do, like what did this practice consist of. It was a lot, lot of early mornings, I can tell you that much. A lot of early mornings when they just got on the field and went to work. Coach Fem did not go easy on them. This was the type of practice where it's like you're competing against yourself, whether the offense is facing the defense or the offense is facing the second string of offense, whatever. But either way, they're all working to defeating whether it's themselves or it's guys that they've played with for the past two, three years. So there was no letting up whatsoever. They went hard and they did a lot of drills, a lot of running, and they did go over some more plays that they made little adjustments to as well. But Coach Fem was nice enough to give them Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, it's it's it, it, I think it was the perfect time for the bye week. You know, you play five games and then you have another five remaining. So it's right smack dab in the middle smack dab. of the, of the <laughs> Mid-States Football Association schedule for the Cougars. And you mentioned it, they're 10th in the country right yes. now, slowly climbing the mm-hmm. rankings. And that goes to the pedigree of Mike Feminist, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's a championship uh, in 2011. He knows the pedigree, knows what it takes to get to a championship again. And, you know, we always talk about it throughout these these shows each week. This team, this team is kind of special, right? You kind mm-hmm. of get that vibe that they can compete for a championship this year. Mm-hmm. And what um, Abdul Mahdi said, he even said it himself, this team has something. Like, there's something in the atmosphere that has been different from the past teams been here. They weren't as much connected. They were kind of somewhat disconnected, you could say. Sure. But now there's definitely more of, like, that brotherhood, like, we're in this for the same reason. We all want to bring home another championship and I think it's about that time that they're due we're going to take our first break here on the coaches show week six edition and when we come back we'll break down more of that Taylor University win 24 to 20 a couple Saturdays ago as well as preview the remainder of the schedule conference play coming up this Saturday starting with Trinity International University this is the coaches show with Mike Rankin and Christine Manica we're going to be right back You're listening to WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago, broadcasting from St. Xavier University. 
Welcome back to the Coaches Show here on WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago, Week 6 edition. Christine Manica, Mike Rankin with you for this one. And my goodness, Christine, we're having a lot of fun. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Mike Femin is not able to join us this week. And usually we're talking to players and as, as well, but maybe next week. So stay tuned. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. you can join us here. If you missed the show, always check us out on SoundCloud, WXAV, search 88.3, and we'll be there. Well, let's talk some more, Christine, about that win against Taylor University, 24-20. to And it was a pretty close battle. This is a competitive team in Taylor. And we kind of knew going in, right, that this was going to be a battle compared to maybe the prior unranked opponents that the Cougars faced this season. And that's exactly what we had. Like we mentioned earlier, they didn't have a lead greater than 10, but they never trailed in that game. And I think that has a lot to do with the way the defense performed. You had a couple sacks in the ball game. The defensive line was getting after the quarterback. And there were three interceptions as a product of that rush from from the defensive line. Trayvon Anderson, Kevin Block, Robbie Brindley each had a pick in that ball game. That's what stood out to me. What stood out for you? You took the words right out of my mouth. Kevin Block, that was his second interception consistently for the past couple weeks during that time. And, you know, I've already mentioned it before Joe Bailey with that amazing fake that he had on fourth down thinking, oh, he's going to punt it. Nope, surprised everyone by just throwing it and able to get a first down for the Cougars. And then, of course, we've already talked about the sacks for um, both the Trojans and the Cougars, and you've mentioned how many times they've been, that they were sacked. But, um, yeah, Joe Bailey sticks out for me totally in this one. The other the other ones you took yeah. right out of my mouth. Yeah, I think it was a story of the defense, so I kind of stole your thunder there. But let's talk about the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. as well. And, of course, we got to give another shout-out to Joe Bailey on that fourth-down conversion. Fake punts are always fun. But you look at the offensive side, and it was the first time that they really focused on the run game. And, you know, we're used to seeing Mike Ivlo this season, the senior running back. He's, he's really a bruiser, right? He doesn't have breakaway acceleration. Hey, we saw it, though, on that 98-yard oh touchdown run, the longest in St. Xavier history from scrimmage. That was insane a couple weeks ago against Lindenwood. But, you know, overall, we know what we're going to get out of Mike Ivlo. He has so much value. But we're seeing Jamari Watson incorporated, the sophomore, a little bit more. He wasn't in the rotation regularly to start the season, but all of a sudden now you had the shiftiness in Jamari Watson. You had the ground and pound with Mike Ivlo, who you have faith in consistently, and then you also incorporate Justin Hunterford and Alex Martinez's ability to stretch the field as a quarterback. This offense can be pretty darn special. Oh my gosh, I even called, what did I call Watson? Shifty, swifty Watson? Slippery. Slippery, because he just, oh my gosh, when he has that ball in his hands, he puts his head down and he just goes for it. He runs, he pushes, he just charges through whatever is in front of him. And those legs are they're not stopping when he has the ball. Same goes for Mike Ivlo. He is a built running back. That's something that you usually don't see a lot. You expect someone who's a little bit shorter and is stocky but not as built. So when he has the ball, same thing. He's quick with his feet, and I think that's an advantage that he has along with being so stocky and just being able to push through the defense as well. Yeah, I, I think it's just the perfect complement in the backfield with the shiftiness of Jamari Watson who could just stop on a dime and make a move while Mike Ivlo 
drive low really can wear down an opposing defense. Mm -hmm. But then you look at it as well, it all starts up front. We always talk to Mike Feminist about that, and he's always praising what it means on the defensive and offensive lines. Offensively, this this group on the interior is young. They have a, a lot of red, or not a red, they're true freshmen starting on the line. And this is very competitive football here in the NAIA. And so far, I think, of course, we've been praising the St. Xavier group, but there are obviously parts that need to be improved. And throughout the season so far, we're seeing this freshman group really, really grow in front of our eyes, and they're getting better and better. Of course, there are going to be mistakes. Of course, they're going to get beat on times. And with the ability of Hunterford specifically to be able to you know, roll out of the pocket, create plays with his legs, that just benefits the team as well. It doesn't really kind of exemplify what you know, you're missing throughout that offensive interior. But on the same time, too, maybe another aspect that should be improved on this group is, is the secondary. And they stepped up in a big way against mm -hmm. Taylor. So, I mean, it's just a great job. Credit to this coaching staff of understanding where their flaws are. And I think it started with that loss against St. Francis, you could argue. You know, there are holes that could be fixed. But this bye week, Christy, I think it was huge to reevaluate re what this group can do. It was definitely time for them to regroup come together as a team to figure out what exactly needs to be done or even look at video and point out a specific player that says, what did you do wrong here? And get healthy. And get healthy. That's another thing, too. Good for Josh Hedegar, yeah. who is what you mentioned before, injured and giving him an extra week just to say, no football, let me just get better and let my body heal. So that Taylor University was a big 24-20 to 20 win that mm -hmm. sets up going into the bye week we talked about, uh, the beginning of conference play against Trinity International. And how about this? Three out of the final five games uh, are at home, and all the five games remaining on the schedule against conference opponents, but three of the five are at home. And the two road trips are about 45 minutes, Olivet and St. Francis, Illinois, 45 minutes away. So it's not like they have to go three hours to play. How, how much of an advantage is that for the Cougars? It will definitely give them that energy throughout the entire trip, whether they're home or traveling, especially traveling, saying, oh, that's 45 minutes. Oh, we have game time in 45 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go. Like, this game just needs to happen so I can just explode already. And, you know, this game this weekend, it could be a real test for them because – they have beaten Trinity International, I believe, for 12 seasons Yeah, they, they've really owned They've really this owned this matchup. So who knows? This could be a test of do you want to put out your best out there or do you kind of want to give your second string guys a chance yeah, depending I on how the game goes? I think that happens uh, depending, of course, on the depending, situation. Yes. And we saw it last year. Mm -hmm. Right, we saw it with the St. Xavier went to Trinity International on their homecoming and just absolutely demolished them, scoring 77 points. That was the I think tied for third or fourth highest in school uh, program history. So that is definitely going to be on the mm -hmm. minds of Trinity International. They're going to want some redemption, but St. Xavier I think can handle their own. And looking at the remaining schedule, I think they can win out. And if you're talking about uh, what is it, a 10 and one, nine and one season, yep. oh, going into the playoffs, that's, that's you're, crazy. You're feeling pretty good. You're that, feeling pretty good. No, they're definitely going to postseason after the season they're having, if that is the case with the 9-1 and record. We're looking also at the total uh, points, offense, defense, and where they rank in the Mid-States Football Athletic uh, Conference here. And, and we're looking specifically at the scoring offense, or at least I am. St. Xavier is fourth. Uh, trailing Concordia, Marion, who they defeated in St. Francis of Indiana, averaging 34.4 points per game, just about a point below Concordia, who's a high-powered offense. And defensively, they're in the top three. They're allowing uh, 300 
yards per game, which is behind St. Francis of Indiana, allowing just under 300, and Concordia at 285. So you talk about being the you know a top of the of elite here in the NAIA. St. Xavier's right among them. Oh, they're definitely in this game. I think it it was all in the. Uh, what's that saying? It's all set in stone, something like that, in the first game with Marion because they've had a couple of rough seasons with Marion, but right after that win, I knew right away this season's going to be something different for them if they haven't had the best of luck with Marion. Maybe something's turning around. Maybe something finally is clicking with the team. So St. Xavier entering the first game out of the bye week five games remaining. I can't, this, it's I can't always, believe it. It always goes by so quickly. And hopefully next Wednesday we'll have an opportunity to speak with Coach Femme after a victory. But, Christine, before we send it to our final break, we'll come back and recap the show. But but for you, this Saturday, what are you looking for in the St. Xavier Cougars, whether it's defensively, offensively, special teams, that needs to go right for them to defeat Trinity? I think all around, for both sides, they have to remain in the game and not let anything distract them. And that is including the weather that is predicted for Saturday, it's not really in the best interest of this Cougar team, especially since they haven't really been playing in a bad weather situation yet. So, like I said, this game is really going to test their ability and what their endurance level is. And I'm looking forward to it. It's football weather for sure. Yes. Finally, no more mugginess and 85 degrees in the middle of October. We're starting to see <laughs> exactly what Chicago weather is all about. It's ugly this week, but hopefully Saturday won't be as much. All right, we're going to take our final break here on week six of the Coaches Show. When we come back, we'll probably be with you for a couple more minutes before we send it off back to the studio. You're listening to WXAV 88.3 FM Chicago. Welcome back to the Coaches Show, Week 6 edition here. Mike Rankin, Christine Manica on WXAV 88.3 FM. We're raving about the 4-1 St. Xavier Cougar football squad. They're getting ready for a Saturday matchup against Trinity International at home at Bruce R. Deaton Memorial Field. The broadcast can be heard on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. So, Christine, you know, you're a transfer student. We talked about it all the time, right? You know, all the this time. Is, this is your first season covering. First and last, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, you you're, unfortunately couldn't be a Puma in, throughout your entire college career. I thought you made a mistake there saying a Puma or you meant Cougar. No, you're a Puma. Well, you were a Puma, <laughs> now you're a Cougar. But, you know, like Same animal, almost different name. Close. Is it? Really? I think it is. I mean, there's like Cougar Bobcats. We should make that Probably a debate. Different. That's Jaguars. Sh- I mean, they're all kind of That the should same. be the debate on the coaches' show. Cougars or Pumas? Same animal? You decide. Yeah, you decide. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter, at WXAV88.3. <laughs> so anyway, how has your experience been? Five games in, I mean, you're starting to get really in tune with this team. What do you got? What's your overall feel of the situation so far? Are you enjoying it? I, I am enjoying it. You know, the team's great. Coach Fem, he's great to work with. Very accommodating, very... Humble, willing, right. willing, very humble, and just an all-around kind of similar to my coach at St. Joe. Very similar personalities, and I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to him along with the players as well. Yeah, we've had the benefit of every opportunity, being able to talk to players whenever they're made available. Coach mm-hmm. Femme has been very great about coming onto the show and being willing to you know, participate in what we're trying to do here during through student media and WXAV. So, hey, we got to give a big shout-out to everybody involved here. Peter Creighton allowing us to do this program. Uh, his boss, Tony Campbell of uh, student media, allowing us to really do this mm-hmm. and, and having us – 
pretty much on our own, right. having the free reign of creating this opportunity. So it's great, great stuff. Uh, so Christine, hopefully you can you know fix your knee up and oh my gosh, <laughs> within a couple of weeks you can be walking without a be, limp. I said it's going to be interesting coming up those bleachers on uh, Saturday, but I'm I'm going to do it. Hopefully it's not slippery up there on those steel oh, bleachers. Oh, I'll go very slow. Uh, the crutches I'll go up on like that little <laughs> rampway, you know, and then the rest of it I'm just going to carry my crutches and just walk. All up. right. Well, you have a plan. Hopefully the plan for the Cougars this Saturday <laughs> is defeating Trinity International to improve to 5-1 and one on the season. And if you're coming out to the ball game, be sure to bring your uh, ponchos, your umbrellas, your Hunter raincoats. Boots, Hunter boots. Something. Shout out to that brand. I'm not really familiar with it. <laughs> but enjoy. You know, this is a very interesting and fun team to be a part of. So if you're going to be at the broad, or excuse me, if you're going to be at the broadcast, you're going to be, at the broadcast, you're I gonna mean... be listening into the broadcast, <laughs> tune in. We'll be on at 1 o'clock. I think well, probably pregame starts at 1245. Probably. So, so tune in around 1245. You'll hear our voices, Christine Manica and Mike Rankin. That'll be our final goodbye for this week's edition of the Coaches Show. We can talk to you next week. Hopefully, Coach Feminist will be joining us along with some players after a victory. It's been a pleasure, and thank you very much one more time for Christine Manica. I'm Mike Rankin. One more time out. This is WXAV 88.3 FM and the Coaches Show. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, wxav.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.